0: Hello, humans. Hello, humans. 8.39 a.m. on September 23rd. Another uh, quick run into town. Undoubtedly, we'll have to deal with pilot cars and uh, disruptions on this uh, 47-mile stretch. of um, (laughs) Basically, the only road I've got. This is shortest road into town from where I live. Anyway, some uh, discussion about recent events we've had uh, just local recent events uh, we've had a, a, a tentative approach or an approach offering us a uh, review um, and by us I mean the Human Contact Foundation uh, offering a, a review of a project and uh, invite to participate should we want. Uh, This project is of course uh, connected with uh, contact with space aliens. Now I've got a lot of vetting to do. I don't trust anybody so I'm not inclined to get involved with um, uh, other efforts towards this end because you just don't don't know where the people are coming from if you haven't researched them etc and even then you've got to research really deep to make sure they're not cross-connected in a back-channel way to the Mother Weffers. Still, though, it is intriguing. And we, um, well, ba- well, we're basically in the same situation as the World Economic Forum in the sense that the World Economic Forum is a private organization. Um, it's not governmental. There's no... Political oversight to it other than itself. And so what Human Contact Foundation is doing is it's a private organization. There's no oversight by any governmental body or any of that. So we get to decide, the people in the Human Contact Foundation, whether we want to do XYZ and if so how we're going to proceed about it. Which is really the way it needs to be done. <sighs> But, anyway, as I say, that's intriguing, it's a nice positive step, uh, things are moving forward. We should have some more uh, governmental release, I won't say disclosure, but governmental release of information uh, over these ne- about space aliens and uh, space alien technology and so forth over these next uh, few months, and then a big burst of it uh, next year. Uh, like planned Uh, not the stuff that comes out as a matter of riots and I may have been very mistaken in the sense that the food riots may actually turn out to be in winter and uh, the descriptors of the weather at the time uh, might not be uh, pertinent to that data set we'll see Uh, a lot of uh, uh, IDA data items are pointing towards a Uh, major food crunch starting this winter which of course lines up with the food riots that were going to um, uh, cause a lot of the stuff in the Vatican to come out uh, because it would be exposed and so here we are now with the potential for food riots Europe is getting hitting hit very hard with um, energy restrictions people are up in arms about it Italy is a uh, mass of uh, really pissed off humans about the giant uh, energy bills. Uh, so one guy I I know, I know a lot of Italians actually, and uh, one of the guys I know uh, lives over near the coast and he has a small little uh, restaurant, a cafe more than a restaurant really. And his uh, cafe uh, has a 9,000 euro um <laughs> bill for natural gas, 9,000 euros. And that's more than he used to pay for the whole year just a couple of years ago. So it's been, you know, uh, rather, rather shocking, very, um, uh, very shocking to these people. The impact of the energy crisis is conjunct to language about food crises. And so it fits with the, the old ALTA report data sets, which had a three- and four-year delta, uh, very much like we see with the um, Q drops. No, I do not believe that Torrey says has an accurate grasp of what's going on with Q. There is no quantum computer that is sitting there connecting to the future and reading it and supplying stuff like that. It just, this shit does not work that way. Um, there we go. So um, anyway, so I'm getting into some <laughs> bitching and moaning about people that think Tori says is the end all and be all. Uh, she's an interesting personality and has an interesting cadence to her speech, uh, she uses some of the, uh, techniques, but of the, that have been isolated and, um, categorized and refined by the CIA for psychological operations within her speech patterns. So, uh, you know, not that other people don't. So you'd find, you know, HL Mencken would write that way, or, you know, um, uh, somebody in the past, uh, uh could have used these same techniques It's not like the CIA originated them or anything. They simply, I simply read a book in which they categorized them all uh, cataloged them all and, um, uh, provided descriptions and how they work and the impacts and so forth. So, uh, anyway, um, the Q drops with their four year Delta, my stuff with its four year, five year Delta is, um, it's an interesting subject for another discussion, but um, it's pertinent that we find patterns that exist in separate, different kinds of activities. All right, so the same kind of pattern affecting. So, so in, in other words, as a, a, a conspiracy analyst, I see the hand of the conspiracy on the various different institutions in the same way. So the infiltration of the academia in order to fuck over the language and get into all this gender queering stuff, to distort the um, uh, population, and uh, destroy the cohesiveness of the civilization, which is what the Khazarians want, what the Kazarian Mafia, the World Economic Forum, truly desires, is the breakdown of uh, civilization and chaos in which they can rule. And so we see all of this happening um, in the same types of patterns. So they infiltrate and do to um, foods what they did to uh, education. And what they do to philosophy and history, etc. Right. So our food body has been polluted by the same kind of thinking that was is being expressed with all of the um, uh, systemic racism. Everything being turned up on its uh, on its head. Go and attack um, statuary of founders. This sort of thing. Right. Go back to the roots and destroy it, and come out with an entirely different understanding that is basically driven by uh, social. Um, engineering trying to create people that are social justice warriors that want this particular kind of a high as a result of um uh they're going on out and virtue signaling it's a it's a again a psychological control technique it's in one of the um many manuals on psychological operations that cia has produced Uh, many of these you can get now on Ebay as well as uh, Amazon. You can buy them. People have just rewritten them and and edited them. Then, therefore, it's their work. It's a copyright, and they put it out. Uh, and you can just read about all of the way the CIA has has tagged all of these things. So anyway, we see the same patterns there. We see the same patterns in uh, the uh, destruction of religion, uh, the alteration and infiltration of the church, which uh, the Catholic Church that took place in the 1500s. I got a second weird stuff going on here. Anyway. Yeah, our pilot car is here and we're gonna set up just another minute. Um anyway, so Getting back to the this, they start with history. Okay, um, all of this stuff, all of the infiltration, all of the gender queering, all of the the food queering, all of the psychology and the uh, philosophy queering, all begins with history queering. And so, when they queer out history, you don't know who you are, where you come from. So basically, you'll believe any kind of bullshit uh, because you have no solid underpinning that says. I am this being from this um, lineage, and uh, you know this is my society and my civilization and, and all of that. Right? Without that, those underpinnings, they can sell you a line of horseshit that you know um, uh, that you're a trans woman. You know, horseshit, absolute, uh, total crap. Uh, all right. So look at the statistics. Prior to all the gender queering, prior to the infiltration of the um, institutions that allowed them to gender queer the kids and, and this sort of thing, there was less than two percent of deviancy, sexual deviancy from the norm within the uh, uh, North American society. in In the nineteen fifties, less than two percent of people fell into any kind of of um, gender dysphoria, body dysphoria, sexual dysphoria, sexual uh, dysfunctions, other than, you know, like erectile dysfunction or something like that, uh, you know, disease, but I mean a psychological condition. Prior to this, uh, them doing all of the the in- infiltration of the institutions, we did not have the plethora of the genders and all these issues, all the cancel culture, all of this stuff. None of it existed prior to the Wiffonians getting their their... Uh, clause into the institutions in education. They started in history, though, so that they could warp the history that allowed them to get the institutions of education uh, queered out. And and that's their whole goal. That's the way they work. Now, Russia went through this in the, in the Bolshevik period. Hang on a second here. Gotta get gear. Um... They had all of their language distorted and, and woked up in the when the Bolsheviks took over the Russian Revolution in 1917, um, and so they've been through it. So Putin and his people have seen it. That's why he won't. They won't. They have uh, prohibitions against the publication of positive images for magic witches, uh, wizards, warlocks, etc. Okay. So in Russia, you can write a book about wizards, warlocks, and so on, but you have to treat them factually, and you can't do a Harry Potter on them, right? You cannot make them into um, uh, positive role models, and uh, Russian um, literature reflects this to some extent. The the prohibitions on it are not absolute. They're not uh, total. It's not a complete scrub. It's just that they are watching this sort of thing, and also... Uh, they're now starting to the Russians are now starting to release uh, information about real human history including the previous civilization to ours which was actually much more advanced than ours and so <laughs> so there's going be a this was the the beginning of the real human history um, momentum build that that the the reports had forecast coming in, uh, about the same time as all of the crap that we've got now—the food riots, etc. So, uh, so like we're getting the information released on Tartaria and uh, that history of all of the Rus peoples. Uh, I'm pretty convinced at this stage from my research and examination uh, that the Rus people, the Russians, were one of the few groups that were not ever colonized by the space aliens, the El, the Anunnaki, uh, uh, the Elohim, uh, the Diva, uh, the Theoi, all these space aliens that were called gods by the hunter-gatherer tribes that they conquered, right? And so I don't think the Russians were ever conquered. There, there appears to be, there's not any kind of a, or there's not the same form of patterns that we see there, that we see in the, um, the Anunnaki, the El, um, the Elohim, uh, the people in uh, the Mesoamerica, the Incans, they all suffered under this conquering uh, by space aliens. And uh, it distorted their uh, civilizations. Entirely, But it's the same kind of distortion that we see everywhere. So, for instance, the uh, it's no coincidence that at the same time in, in history that we have the uh, Jews being conquered by the, the 12 tribes of the Jews who don't exist anymore. Uh, they've been bred out of existence by the Ashkenazi, the Kazarians, uh, who now are 99% of all of the people claiming uh, Jewish descent. But anyway, at that same period of time, that the Jews were being told how to uh, uh, do human sacrifice of infants and create burnt offerings in order to release the adrenochrome, so that these gods could huff on it, the way that a teenager might huff on glue. um, That is, uh, that was ongoing at the same time that we had the space aliens instructing the Mesoamericans how to prepare the exact same level of sacrifice and to do the exact same kind of sacrifice. And we see uh, records in the form of um, special burial plots, especially in the Andes, Uh, but all through uh, the Andes up into Mesoamerica, you'll find burial plots in which there will be hundreds of children's bodies Uh, intermixed with hundreds of uh, bodies of uh, lambs and um, uh, other small newborn animals. Okay, so sometimes it's uh, llamas uh, and not lambs. So sometimes the locals didn't have sheep, they had uh, depended on llamas. And so you'll find hundreds of small little llamas that that newborn llamas that have been sacrificed along with the um, human children and this is so that they get adrenochrome Uh, they get the white rabbit Uh, as it's called the white rabbit is because of the way in which the formula written out the chemical formula for adrenochrome uh, looks basically like a a caricature of a bunny rabbit Uh, anyway so um, you know all of our our peoples were invaded and taken over they, they took over India They took over Japan they the space aliens took over uh, vast areas of China uh, They were in Mongolia uh, They never made it up into Russia as near as I can tell they they didn't take over the um, The Norse people these uh, these space alien invaders were not cold hardy They they just did not like these regions. They didn't move up into them. So the history from those people is a lot less polluted uh, with all this space alien garbage, which uh, all this basically history queering because these space aliens came in and uh, convinced. Actually, okay, so there's uh, hints in a lot of. Jewish books that were not included in the Bible but have the same level of provenance as those books that are in the Bible, that uh, Yahweh and his wife did not bother to try and claim to the Jews that they created um, all of humans. So this is a couple of these books, uh, especially those that deal with Mrs. Yahweh, um uh, and Yahweh was a real mean fucker. I mean, there's just no getting around it. He's not as bad as some of these other bastards, some of the other L, uh, especially the shaitan, the, the what they called the lawyers or the judges. These are the people from whom we get the idea of rabbis. Rabbis are simply cultural enforcers. They're, they're um, cultural gestapo. They're, suppo- they're called judges, but really what they do is they set rules and they're enforcers for the rules at a social level. Anyway though, so uh, we've got the uh, release of the information that shows that we had a lot of human history here before the, these space alien invasions, uh, and then we have the, the current crop of what what we can call history uh, being put out by academia that's mostly false right it has a few kernels of, of some factual information but the vast majority of that information within the historical narrative is indeed false that history is starting to go away as that history goes away as the information about the previous civilizations here on earth are released and we start really investigating this, and, and we see the we're now seeing the breakdown of um, academia, breakdown of the control over academia, the querying of the history by the uh, the Wefonians, the World Economic Forum crowd, the criminal uh, cabal, and that breakdown is going to be releasing, and is going to be a um, a liberation event for all of us uh, because will be able to get into the real human history now there's going to be a lot of fights about it there'll be a lot of scrapping there'll be a lot of interpretations and uh people get all bent out of shape they'll i'm certain that we'll end up with um, new religions as a result of this and new quasi-religious uh, fervors that erupt over particular kinds of interpretation of our history as we go forward. But I personally think this will be extremely exciting and I look forward to learning all this stuff that's been hidden from us forever. And because as that history comes out, we will find out so much about ourselves, so much stuff that we can start unqueering all of those things that are very deleterious to us, those things that are causing us problems continuously at such a low level that it's almost subliminal, but we live in these problems constantly, such as the terrible uh, diets that we have that caused so much problem that created the need uh, for a healthcare system that the Wefonians took over to further degrade everybody's health and uh, pursue their evil aims. <sighs> All this stuffs is going to end up going away. Now, as I say, it's going to take us decades. And it might take hundreds of years for us to examine and figure out and come up with really effective timelines. But we're for, you know, what happened when, right? But we're starting all of this now. The Russians are releasing information. The, uh, there's hints and rumors of, uh, other Of caches of history that would in the past have been destroyed simply because it presented an alternative to the Wefonian view, right? And so, um, right, so we see that the Catholic Church was infiltrated in the, go people, go, you've got the right. Ah, Idiots don't know how to deal with this stuff here. Anyway, uh, we see that the Weffonians infiltrated the Catholic Church in the 1500s, created the order of the Jesuits, who were all Jewish. Uh, these were what were called Maranos, the, or Marinaros, uh, who um, were Spaniards, Spaniard Jews that uh, at the time of the Inquisition uh, converted to Christianity, claimed conversion to Christianity, and thereafter they created the um Jesuit order but it's all based basic it's all based on the fundamentals that we see within the within the Talmud within uh, Judaism and for and within the Freemasons and all these other secret societies who were all created by this uh Mafia that 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 claims to be Jews and really aren't they uh, have the Talmud and they it's not really a, the Talmud is not a religious um, text it's 63 books of commentary and and discussion and history and um, combined with the Zohar it does form a uh, template for reading and examining the information out of the Torah and the Mishnah but uh, the Khazarians don't use the Talmud as a as what we would think of as a as non-Khazarians would think of as a religion. But in any event, so all this real history is coming out. Uh, It's going to change the social order. It'll change the way you do things in terms of uh, what you eat and all of this kind of stuff. Now, a lot of that's going to happen as a result of the food crises. The the money is dying. The Babylonian money magic has um, eked out its last little bit of effectiveness over these past few years, scraping it out with their fingernails, and uh, it's near to dead. And when it dies, then as a, as you're experiencing now, as it dies, everything changes. We get uh, hyperinflation that, that means that no, you won't be going out and buying a lot of sugar, right? And you may decide that your best approach is to give up all kinds of external sugar and uh, buy local honey for sweetness because you can at least get it and it is uh, healthy, etc., etc. Whereas, uh, you know, the sugar supplies may may run out. Uh, they may not be able to uh, produce, uh, you know, your uh, sweet poppy cereals, whatever you you eat, those kind of things. We're just not going to have the availability of all of these cheap seed oil based foods Uh, the reason they're cheap the reason they exist is is to be cheap in order that people might uh, feed upon them and thus not know that the money they're being paid for their labor is essentially worthless right they're being paid paper for their their labor and so why would you save paper why would you save money in a digital um, uh, digit that's tied to a central bank where they can control it It just does not make any sense. But a lot of us are re-examining reality now. And uh, Now, I've been doing this shit since the the 60s, since uh, Kennedy was killed in 63. Uh, So I'm I'm old dude like uh, Max Egan and David Icke. I've been in this shit for years. No point in coming out and saying certain things until the timing is right because you just get your head blown off or, you know, make yourself a target. Uh, unnecessarily and unnecessarily early but you know a lot of us have been examining so uh, you can follow some guidance not saying that anybody knows anything for your particular body your particular circumstances but you can take some patterns from other people's lives and see if those patterns uh, work in your life if they do fine if not get something else This is why I don't, I don't give financial advice, right? For, well, there's another reason too. That is that the Mother Wefonians have me targeted. and So I got to be really fucking careful that I don't stray over and do something that gives them a uh, nominal or notional reason uh, to come and hassle me actively, right? So I don't want to provide my enemies any ammunition that, that, wouldn't necessarily need be there so I won't provide financial advice I won't tell you how much cash you should hold relative to your gold and your silver and even if I did provide something like that it wouldn't make sense I'm not a financial advisor I don't know your particulars your particular area is going to be different than my area so any generalized rule that I may have for my area is simply applicable to my area and can't be used as a pattern necessarily overlaying your circumstances because everybody's different etc etc right so and and as I say these mother wefers are after me you wouldn't believe the heat I got from their uh, attack dog the security exchange commission now the SEC is not a legal body unless you agree to allow them to adjudicate you on something right uh, you sign statements in buying certain things stocks bonds etc cetera, etc cetera, that provides the SEC authority over you I did none of that and I was uh, being called into a court by the SEC to provide information on this uh, centra thing right among others that was the excuse that they used to come and talk with me was that they were going to subpoena me they did subpoena me to show up in the um, Southern District Court in Manhattan there um, uh, on this Centra uh, issue and I never went. I fought them, right? And I fought them and and the subpoena was dropped. The grand jury uh, subpoena was dropped. They they released me because of my response to their bullshit uh, about what they were going to do. Now, my personal thing was I would have loved to have gone and had that experience of, of going and, and seeing what it was all about and hearing all the details and talking with the lawyers and all of that, right? But um, I have responsibilities here. I'm not able to, to travel and leave this area because of my responsibilities here. And I didn't want those disrupted. And they were attempting to use that situation as leverage to um, promote certain information out of me. And it didn't work, they didn't get in any of that stuff involved, uh, at the same time I was going through this horseshit, I was also dealing with the um, absolute uh, horseshit lawsuit from uh, NumNuts, you know, the great thinker of the world, the, the secret uh, space program time traveling uh, spaceonaut uh, Corey Good. And again, they had no jurisdiction over me. Corey Good's lawsuit is just a bogus pile of shit that's going to end up eroding and destroying his life. And I was able to understand how things work. Fired my attorney. was a waste of money paying that. Did it myself and got out of it. As far as I know, I'm the only one that's kicked out of that lawsuit uh, from the original group because I was able to satisfy the court that they have absolutely no jurisdiction over me. And it was basically the same kind of an approach that I used with the SEC, because these people do not have jurisdiction. They don't have a legal leg to stand on if you get in there and look at it. Most people don't because it's tedious and because the Wefonians and the lawyers do not make this shit simple. They don't lay it out for you. There's no incentive for them to do that. Why would you hire them if, if you could understand this and do it yourself, right? so um anyway this is this is the the place we're at now Uh, we're getting going to be getting into the uh, unveiling the secrets revealed of the real human history i think it's going to be really cool gonna be a lot of stuff that we learn about that we don't like but um we should come up with all kinds of really new information that will positively affect our lives going forward and it will very definitely be a any of it all of it is going to be a huge negative to the Wefonians who want you to have this very narrow, restricted view of what a human is so that they can control you. So it's like, okay, um, if the Wefonians can make you think, uh, and, and or actually, if they can dull your thinking and reduce your testosterone and make you into a beta male, a beta male, and... Um, then distort your history and take away your underpinnings and make you think that you've got uh, gender dysphoria and make you think you need to quote transition. All of that is there is effort and um, social engineering that they've been putting out And they've been putting out all of this effort for all these years in order to distort your uh, underpinning and change you. So if you now understand yourself as being able to increase your testosterone, and in fact you are a descendant of like Vikings and shit, uh, you know, uh, Teutonic warriors, um, that's going to change things. You're not going to react to these the prompts to be a... uh, Virtue signaling, social justice warrior—in the same way, you're gonna reject that stuff and say, "Fuck no," you know. So, a lot of this, as the as the real human history comes on out, uh, women will understand some of them. Uh, what the wafonians have been having them do to their children, they'll change their children's diet, they'll stop sending them to these uh, captured schools, and we will have a new generation that will be tougher, harder, as they say, you know, tough times make strong men. Strong men make easy times. Easy times make weak men. And we're coming out of. We're in this transition period, right? We're in the phase where we're coming out of the weak men phase, and we're making strong men. Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be okay, guys. It's gonna be good. Uh, there's like all of life. There is suffering, uh, but in this case, we will have glory. We will have. Um, success, we will have satisfaction, and we will have victory. And uh, Victory is not to be sneezed at. That So few people have had victory in their lives here. I've had victory uh, on various different fronts. I know what it feels like. It's something to be uh, desired. It's something to work for. It, it motivates you. Once you've tasted that, like they say, once you've tasted victory, there is No other taste that will compel you like that. It's all about being human.